0: Hey guys my name is Michelle and I'm the founder of the blog Existential Hell to Ascend in Bliss where we talk about life, ascension and everything in between. It's a podcast of the journey through life as we ascend to a greater understanding of ourselves and the world around us and then we use that understanding as a catalyst from which we can then manifest the lives that we want. So I wanted to ask the question, is your life a product of someone else's vision for you? Or are you taking true ownership of every decision you make, every action you take, and every goal that you aspire to attain? Now, I have a confession today, and it was just a minor indiscretion on my part, but I'm sharing it with you today to show that no matter how far we think that we've come, we'll always slip from time to time. And this is kind of a funny example of one of the times where I wish I had stayed gracefully silent and just gone on with my day. (laughs) But that didn't happen unfortunately as i said it wasn't a huge thing but i wanted to share it because it kind of ties into what i wanted to talk about today with this consistent lockdown that we've all been in and out of for the last year we've now become accustomed to a new type of world one where sanitizing your hands upon entering a store and cleaning the handles of shopping baskets before we use them 10,000 washes of your hands in a day and a plethora of other rules and regulations has become the norm now. The other day I was out shopping and by the end of the trip, I was hungry. I walked into a takeaway restaurant, just wanting to grab a quick bite to keep me going until I got home. Now, I'm very familiar with this particular restaurant and the staff in it. There's There's one man that for some reason I've taken a particular dislike to And not many people irk me. This man, he truly does. And as I know, my external is a direct reflection of internal issues I've not addressed yet. I know that there's something in me that I need to address before my distaste for him goes away. But that reflection I'll tackle at some future point. I'm not ready for that right now. (laughs) But like I've told you before, I really am a work in progress. Anyway, this man takes his role very seriously. And comes across to me as rude with the sense of power that he believes he has. So in I walk innocently, knowing exactly what to do, i.e. sanitize my hands at the sanitizing station and make my way to the kiosk to order and pay. But this guy is insistent upon delivering commands to whoever comes through the door, even though he can clearly see me about to do exactly what it is that I'm expected to do. And it drives me insane. So there I was already turning to the left toward the station which is on the left side just inside the restaurant door and he says in the loudest voice that he can muster just sanitize your hands and make your way to the kiosk please nothing wrong with that right wrong (laughs) i could not hold myself back i spun around and said we know We know to sanitise hands, there's a sign right there. And we know where to order. We know already. Now, (laughs) I know that that wasn't the worst thing that I could have done. But immediately, I wish that I'd displayed a little bit more self-control. I was hungry and miserable. That's my ego's excuse and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) But the world has changed so abruptly over the last year. All we get are commands we should be doing this and we can't do that and oops we can't allow that and it absolutely infuriates me. So this man caught me on an off day where I truly acted in a way that really is unlike me. Now the reason that I share this is because I've known about this aspect of myself from a very early age and I know it comes down to my own issues with people attempting to assert their authority over me. From the age of about 13 or 14, I did the best I could to do the exact opposite of what anyone told me because I knew that I was my own person and no one had the right as far as I was concerned to tell me what to do. But coming back to the reason I told you that little story there, where in your life are you allowing people to dictate to you who you should be or what you should do? I grew up with, with a strict religious woman who relentlessly controlled my life. She was in control of the friends I had, the places I went, the way I dressed, the activities I could or couldn't take part in at school and outside of school. The people I could associate with, everything was her decision and I had no say in the matter. Eventually I grew up obviously and I left home, but it wasn't until many years later that I completely distanced myself from her. Not out of malice, but because I finally learned the lessons that I had to learn about finding my own place and doing what made me happy instead of the constant dread of doing what she expected of me, knowing it wasn't in alignment with what I wanted. Even though at the time that I left home, I was only 17, I wasn't even sure what it was that I wanted. I just knew I didn't want to follow her or her religion that she was so devout in. It was in me to lead, not follow and knowing that the way that she raised me was a direct result of her own fear and conditioning and probably a whole host of other factors, I had a strong distaste for the rules that were imposed on me. Ultimately, it was because of this upbringing that I I have an intense dislike to anyone attempting to tell me what I should or shouldn't be doing. In the novel I published back in October of 2020 entitled A Life Worth Dying For, I wrote the story of Val, a young trans woman who is also raised in a strictly religious household, where she felt that she was stifled, unable to be the woman that she knew she was because of parental expectations and societal judgments, which in turn meant she was living a half-life. She craved to be free from others' opinions and her parents' efforts to mould her into someone that they could accept. But initially, she is too afraid. However, this thought process of wanting to be autonomous ultimately gives her the will to survive a harrowing event that leaves her forever changed. Happy, free, and more importantly, the captain of her own ship, so to speak. So are you the captain of your own ship? I told you earlier how I eventually left home at 17 and began a pursuit of what made me happy and vowed to no longer let anyone dictate my life. But that didn't exactly happen. You see, at that point, I still had no idea what it meant to stand in my power, however much of a cliche that sounds. And there were many occasions, even after I left home, where I still allowed others to dominate certain aspects of my life. And it took many, many years for me to harness that power. I told you in a previous podcast that I haven't exactly been the fastest person to learn the lessons I've had in my life and so when at long last I stood my ground and became the woman that I am today, it's not likely that I take orders from people who seek to exert their power over me after I fought so hard to attain it. So going back to the little mishap I told you about before with the man and the restaurant, I realise I may sound a little bit (laughs) of a drama queen Making something as small as someone telling me to sanitize my hands into a debate about empowerment. But it really was just a small example I thought went well with the subject matter. I really didn't take it that seriously at the time, but I'm sure you can see the correlation. I just want you to think about this for a while and really look at your life, your goals, where you want to be in 5, 10 or even 15 years from now. Are those goals and aspirations you have now coming from a place where you want to be to make yourself happy, or where others want you to be in order to make them happy? It takes courage to stand up and say no to anyone who seeks to impede your direction in life, or even just to silently excuse yourself from their lives, but the payoff is well worth it. Not only will you begin to achieve things you never even thought you desired before, But the sense of freedom you gain from really putting thought into what you want, what your needs are, what your desires are, allows you to hone in on what's important to you, meaning your sense of clarity is heightened to a point where people you knew will wonder where the old you went, the you who used to bend to their every whim. Yes, you may lose a few of these people along the way, whether they be friends or family members, it's inevitable, but in the long run, what you find is far greater than what you lose. A sense of truly being the person you want to be. Like Val, you will be free to make choices and create a life that blossoms from your own wants, your own desires, and one that you can say is first and foremost a product of your own courage and commitment to use the power that you have for exactly what it was meant for, not for ordering me to sanitize my hands when I was clearly about to do it. <laughs> I'm not bitter at all, by the way. And again, to remind you, I am available to answer any questions that you may have about your own ascension journey or just life in general. So if you head over to DKPublishers.co.uk, you can view the latest blog post there and post any comments and I'll endeavour to make my post based on those questions. So until next time, love and light.